Hello, welcome to Running by Dawn. This is your host, Dawn Pedersen. And today is episode 11. And we are going to be talking about running in the rain. Uh, with the end of April and full swing, I keep on thinking of the little children's nursery rhyme. April showers bring May flowers. And the funny thing is, it's actually not a rainy week. It's rather nice this week, but that's okay. We're going to talk about running in the rain anyway today. Springtime is often a rainy time in a lot of locations where I live. Rainy time is pretty much a lot of the time. So I have a lot of experience running in the rain and some tips for you today of how to make it a more pleasant experience and a manageable experience and not dread every time we look out and it's a little bit stormy. Okay. So when I was a kid, I did not grow up in a very rainy place. It would rain sometimes. And usually our storms were rather exciting because they weren't very frequent and they would be a heavier rain. So I remember being very excited about storms and in particular, I remember at least once, but probably several times in the house that we lived in when I was between 10 and 12, maybe 13, I remember going out in the rainstorms and I had, I grew up in a large family, so I had a bunch of siblings and probably some neighbor kids and the gutters, this one time in particular had filled up with rain. And I remember going out in the circle that we lived in and just going along the gutters and I think I eventually or maybe even initially took my shoes and socks off and I remember just splashing in these gutters filled with rain and the rain coming down and my mom must have either not known where, what we were doing or been a very patient nicer mom than I am because I can't imagine the mess that we would have made trying to come in after that. But just running in these puddles and just feeling the rain on my face and in my hair and just loving that feeling of running around in the rain. So a very, a very childlike thing. Maybe you have similar memories of the rain. Uh, maybe you didn't like it. Maybe you did. Or maybe your mom put you in rain boots. I think I was in, you know, shorts and a t-shirt. We usually got most of our rain in June, so a little bit warmer time of year. Maybe you had the fancy boots and raincoats and that's how you enjoyed your rain. But if you think back to when you're a kid, there might be a memory you have of when being out in the rain was very exciting and very pleasant. And that's kind of what I want to draw on as we talk about running in the rain is kind of being in touch with nature again and not being afraid of it, but enjoying the excitement of it, just like when we were children. There is a childlike aspect of play that comes out in me when I run. And I think that's one of the reasons that I really enjoy it is because I get to be more in touch with my body and my mind in a way that I don't when I go through adult life. And that's one of the things that is really intriguing to me about the rain. I don't love running in the rain, but I found ways to make it enjoyable and to connect with, you know, maybe that inner child and look at it more as play instead of a chore. Okay. The first thing I want to talk about, about running in the rain is 
the, it's not very often that I stress the importance of particular things that you need with your running. Running is really low maintenance. You need a good pair of shoes and in most weather, that's pretty much it. But the rain is the exception, I would say, that your gear becomes a lot more important to whether or not this is a pleasant or a miserable experience. So if you want one recommendation for me of how to survive running in the rain, I would say to get or wear, if you already have one, a running hat. I found that I am very happy of running in the rain as long as it's not smacking me in the face the whole time. I don't mind it in my hair, on my hands, on my legs, you know, wherever. If it's not constantly dripping down my face, I am a lot happier in the rain. And so I wear a running hat. Um, I actually wear it most of the time now because I found that sweat is the same thing or sun. I'm really sold on my running hat. I remember when I did my first half marathon with my sister-in-law, she had more of the gear stuff going on and knew, you know, all the common things that people used. And she was like, you don't have a running hat and brings out a collection of five running hats here, pick one. You got to wear this. And I was like, okay, I don't know why this is important, but I have since learned that for me as a runner, I really, really love a running hat. Running hats are a little bit different than a normal hat. It's not heavy. It's really lightweight and it's made of kind of a water resistant material. So it's not waterproof. It's not like a a slicker or anything, but it's not going to absorb the water either. It's just kind of going to run off of it. And so it's not heavy on my head and it has that nice brim that keeps the rain off my face. So I'll post some links to some running hats uh, with this podcast. So you can find those in the links and you can take a look and see if there's one that you want to get. I might need to get a new one soon. Mine is getting nasty. Anyway, so the other thing I see this a lot when I go to practice with the middle school or the high school where I help coach and it's the kids will come out on a cold rainy day this is a really big pet peeve of another coach that I coach with she's like non-stop talking about this they wear sweatshirts and sweatpants so I want to focus a little bit of our time today on materials that are good for running and materials that aren't. If you have ever run in the rain in a sweatshirt or sweatpants, you know what I'm talking about. You get going, you feel warm and nice because the material's warm and pretty soon it is heavy. It is super heavy and soaked and you feel like you're running around in a marshmallow suit because it's just so heavy or like with a giant's sponge on you because the weight of the sweatshirt or the sweatpants I mean good luck keeping your sweatpants up when they're full of water right this is not good material this the cotton is going to soak up everything okay so I went and looked at all of my clothes (laughs) I went through my running I have a running clothes drawer and went and checked a whole bunch of tags and looked at what kind of materials they say to get wicking clothes. I'm like, 
what kind of material is wicking? And most of the things that I looked at the tags are polyester, either 85, 90 to 100% polyester. So polyester seems to be the, the wicking material. So if you don't know if it's not labeled as wicking, but it says cotton, cotton's the one that's just, I mean, cotton is super comfortable. Like we want to, you know, lounge on the couch in it and it's super nice and it's warm. However, that's the same material that if you put in the washer, you get out in a rainstorm, it's just going to soak up all that water. We don't want to run with a sponge around us. Polyester is kind of a slicker material. And I'm sure it's got plastics in it and things that people don't like for the environment. But there's the reason that I'm suggesting it for this purpose. You don't have to wear it all the time. So it's a little bit slicker. So it's not waterproof like a like a rain jacket, but it's um, water resistant. It's not going to soak it up. It's just going to kind of go off. And I wear wicking clothes. I think in the rain is most important. But also on really hot days when I'm going to be sweating a lot, it's the same concept except from the inside instead of from the outside is that I don't want that material to, you know, just absorb all that sweat. I want it to just, you know, go away and drip down me. As gross as that sounds, that's uh, that's really what we're going for, right? Want the sweat off of you so it can actually cool your body down, not just go into your clothes. All right. So um, my shirts, I get some wicking material. This polyester looks like is the is the magic material that does that. And then pants, I looked at my pants and they're not as water resistant, I'll be honest. They're not bad, but they were polyester, spandex, nylon. I wear like a yoga style pants, but you could probably find something a little better. Mine are not amazing for the rain there's there are a couple pairs of shorts that I really like that are a little bit better so just don't wear cotton okay (laughs) anything that's that's gonna soak up and if you don't know uh, maybe try it like you know go to a bathtub and see what's holding the water what's not like the thing that's not holding the water is going to be what you want for running in the rain okay If it's cold, you're going to want to have layers. And I think this is where it gets confusing because what do layers mean when it's rainy? If you don't want to throw on the sweatshirt, you're not going to throw on your normal coat. What are you wearing? Well, I'll tell you what I wear. I either wear my running jacket, which was specifically built for running. I think that one was 100% polyester as well. Or I will often wear like a short sleeve wicking shirt and then a long sleeve and that usually keeps me warm enough I like my running jacket the best a lot of runners that I know and kids on my cross-country teams they wear a lightweight rain jacket but it's not like it's not the slicker kind okay it's not like you put your your three-year-old in and have him go stomp in the puddles and the reason being is that the really waterproof material is water I mean really waterproof and if you wear that then you are the sweat from the inside has nowhere to go it's not a breathable material and so I found that you actually get just as wet 
running in that is if you were running the rain because the material is not letting your sweat go anywhere either. So your sweat is just making your clothes wet, if that makes sense. And maybe you don't sweat as much as I do, but there's plenty of sweat going on if I put on, you know, a rain slicker and try to run in that. So the running jackets that I've seen, and again, I don't have one, so I don't know exactly what it's like to run in them, are this lighter weight rain jacket looking thing, but really light material and a little bit breathable. Okay. I'll try to find some of those as well to point you to. If you want to look into that, my rain jacket is not really, well, it's actually a running jacket. It's not specifically for rain. It's not really water resistant or waterproof, but I wear it in the rain. It's a smooth material and it keeps me warm even in really cold, rainy temperatures. So it's not that I'm not getting wet. I'm still plenty wet, but it's not keeping the moisture on me. It's letting it go. And it, that jacket also keeps me very warm. I will post a link to my running jacket as well as other ones. If you have shoes that are heavier, you might want to find like your lightest pair of running shoes or a lighter pair of athletic shoes for rain. If you have a heavier shoe, then it's going to fill up with water and be uncomfortable. The shoes that I bought are, they're all running shoes, but they like vary in how heavy they are. The shoes I have right now are really lightweight. So I actually really enjoy running in this particular style in the rain because it doesn't soak up as much. It lets it in, but it's not, the shoe isn't heavy with water, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm sure there's also like some wicking socks you could wear. Uh, I usually just wear my regular cotton socks and that might increase my potential for blisters. There's probably better socks for running in the rain too. If that's something that really irritates you of having wet filled with water socks, then you might look into some socks you can get to. Another thing I have noticed, two of my three kids wear glasses. And when they go out in the rain, even if they have their hat, their glasses are splattered with raindrops and water. And it makes it very uncomfortable to run in the rain. If you wear glasses, typically, you might consider one of two things. You might consider if you're not too blind running without your glasses. I personally could not do that. I would not be able to see or if you have contacts for once in a while, take those out on a rainy run. And then you won't have the annoyance of running with glasses. Unless, you know, maybe you can find some windshield wipers for your glasses. I've seen those exist as jokes, but uh, if you could really do that, maybe it'd be a good thing while you're running in the rain, right? That's mostly a joke, but it'd be funny to see. All right, so that's what I really wanted to focus on with gear. Like I said, I do think that gear is extremely important and what you wear makes a difference in how tolerable a rainy run is. Now, the way to not have to deal with any of this is to use a treadmill when it's raining. You could do that. I recommend at least once in a while making yourself get out in a rainstorm. I think it's good for us mentally in a lot of ways it shows us that we can do hard things we can overcome challenges with the weather 
And also, like I said, you connect with nature in a way that you don't on a nice day. The time that I would say don't go out is if there's thunder and lightning in your area, probably not the best time to be running the rain. My kids went out this past summer and just did a few loops in our neighborhood and they went out and it was rainy. And then we started getting like, we don't get a lot of lightning and thunder in our area. We started getting huge bolts of lightning, like shaking the house. And I was like, uh, that's a little nerve wracking. And they came within a few minutes of when it started, they came sprinting back to the house and, and in. So they were smart. There probably is a risk of, you know, being struck by lightning if you're out in it. So when it's rainy and especially windy or thunder and lightning and stuff like that in our area during practice, we'll often go on nicer days and run on some trails in the woods near our campus. But we don't go in there on those rainy, windy days because we have a bunch of branches that will fall down in the woods. So you do need to be a little more cautious of those kind of conditions. If you live in a place with a lot of trees like we do, they go together. We have a lot of rain. We have a lot of trees. It makes sense. But be cautious that the weather could affect things like tree limbs, power lines. And so just be very aware of your surroundings on a bad weather day. It might not be what you expect that will be your obstacles. Just be very cautious of where you go and try to be aware of what the risks are in your area on those bad weather days. One thing that I think we forget about on rainy days or even cold days is hydration. We don't tend to sweat as much, at least some of us, I still feel like I sweat a ton on colder days, but hydration is still really important. So don't ease up. You probably need more water on hotter days, but don't ease up on your water completely on colder days, your body is still working really hard and still needs that hydration from water. So keep up your water before and after and during your workouts. And don't don't neglect that just because the, the weather's bad. All right, I want to ease into mindset a little bit. I think mindset is everything when you go out on a rainy run. And I was thinking about if you're familiar with this, about the musical singing in the rain. There's this couple in the rain and he says goodnight to her. And I think she gives him a goodnight kiss or something. And he's all excited, old musical, super classic and cute. And he starts singing this song. He has his umbrella and singing this song about singing in the rain. And at first he just is very timid about the rain. And eventually he puts his umbrella up and he is just splashing like crazy in the rain and having a great time dancing and singing and onlookers are giving him dirty looks because what is this grown man doing playing in the rain essentially. But that, I mean, that is you, okay? You are going to likely start off a little timid with your run in the rain, but hopefully you'll be like that guy. And by the end, you'll totally embrace it, stomping in the puddles and just having a grand old time with the rain. Okay. That's my challenge to you. Go out and be like singing in the rain, kind of embracing this challenge of running in the rain. 
one guy on cross country teams that he is not afraid of the rain at all. He actually intentionally stomps in the puddles and really enjoys running the rain and turns it into this big game. I do not run by this athlete when it's rainy because I know if I do, I'm going to get stomped. And as much as he enjoys splashing in those puddles, I don't enjoy being splashed by him that much. So, but he's not afraid of the rain. He has a great time in the rain and really enjoys it. His mindset is is awesome. He turns it into a game. So that's one thing you can do. I took, I guess I have lots of running in the rain stories. I'm realizing I took my daughter out for a run a few weeks ago and it was pretty nasty. The weather was not great, but she decided to come out with me for a few miles. And then I went out a little bit on my own after that. And we were running again in this neighborhood with the gutters filling up and she decided that rather than run a little bit away from the puddles that she would just go head on into the puddles it was like running through a river in the side of the road and then she'd whine about it mom it's really cold and it's really bad weather and I actually was having a lot of fun and enjoying being with her. And when she did start stomping, she would smile, but then she convinced herself that it was hard to run in the rain and it was too cold. And so she kept swapping between this playful nature and this throwing herself a pity party. It was kind of interesting to watch, but she was just stomping along in these puddles. So you can have that approach of, you know, this playful stomping in the puddles thing, or you could do what I do. I'll be honest. I'm not a super playful person. I like to have fun, but it's not like I don't have a super silly side that comes out very often, especially like I'll play with my kids and I can get into it for a few minutes before I'm like, okay, I'm done playing. But when I go out on a run by myself and I'm in the rain, it's more of this connection to nature and just feeling alive kind of feeling rather than the playful. So maybe maybe you could do that. And I'll tell you, when I go out on a run and there's the big puddles, I do avoid them as much as possible. But it usually happens that there's some point in my run that it's either I get to choose between being hit by a car or going through a giant puddle. And if you're smart, you pick the puddle rather than being hit by a car. So at some point in a rainy run, especially if it's been rainy for days or it's a heavier rain, the puddles win and I end up with very soaking wet shoes and feet And it's at that point that I'm like, "Eh, I don't love this. I don't love, like, I can run in the rain for a long time and be okay. It's when my shoes get wet that I'm like, oh, so annoying. But then I know for the rest of the run, or at least until my shoes start drying out, that it can't get worse than that. And so then I'm just like, oh, whatever. I'm already wet. Here we go. And just plow through the rain. No big go. Okay. I think it's really important to remember that rain isn't scary. It won't hurt you. Uh, The likelihood of you getting sick. There's an old, old myth. I don't think I hear it as much now as when I was a kid. 
that if you go out in the rain, you'll get a cold. Well, I did a little research and made sure I wasn't telling you false information, but that is inaccurate. You cannot get a cold from running in the rain, maybe from prolonged exposure to cold and wet. You can get hypothermia and that's a risk, but you cannot get a cold from running in the rain. So don't use that as an excuse. It's invalid. It's a myth. Going out and realizing that it's not going to hurt you. It is uncomfortable at first, but once you get wet and once you get warm enough from running, it actually gets a lot better. And I don't mind running in the rain after a little while. The best way for me to enjoy running in the rain is actually to go out with other people. And I didn't realize how much fun this could be until I started coaching and taking my kids out and running with other people a lot more often. It just becomes this adventure and we're avoiding puddles or stomping through puddles and laughing. And I had a really great run with two of my kids in the winter. It was cold and wet and starting to get dark because it was winter. So it was darker earlier. And we were just, we just had so much fun. And we were just laughing and talking about how nasty it was. And we had a great time. Had it just been a normal run, it wouldn't have had that big of a meaning to us as when we were out there and doing something challenging together. So that's one of my favorite ways to get through a rainy run is to have someone to share it with and talk about how how strong we are, how tough we are. We're not scared of the rain, whatever. That makes me feel good and have the mental confidence to know that I can do a rainy run. Another thing that we did a couple of times with my team on rainy runs is we decided that it wasn't rainy and that it was a very nice day. (laughs) This was a fun time. It was super nasty. And I think we were just sick of it. I forget, but maybe we'd had some other rainy runs, but we just decided that it was nice and that we would just run in the rain and pretend like it was a pleasant day. And so we talked about how nice it was and what a beautiful day and that the sun was shining the whole hour, whatever we were running. Every time we'd pass by each other, we'd be like, it's weather great today. Everyone that run had a really positive attitude most of the time as we just again, turned it into play and imagination and just embraced being out there together. So sometimes I do that. I think about how the weather is not so bad and maybe it's nice. So there is a lot you can do. Our minds are really powerful. And if you tell yourself it's horrible and it's going to be horrible, then it probably will be. If you tell yourself it's fun, it's an adventure, make it into an imagination thing where you transport yourself to another time or temperature, like just go out with a good attitude. And I promise a rainy run will not be the catastrophe that it is if your attitude is negative. I will give you a caution and a story. If you are out for a long time, I've gone out in rainy weather for hours and been just fine. And so I don't think 
there's a lot of risk as long as you're moving. It's when we stop that there's a risk or when we slow way down that you get this risk of hypothermia. As long as you're at a run, your body is processing a lot of heat and you're usually okay. I've said this before, but we lived in Japan for several years and my husband and I decided to hike Mount Fuji. I think it was a September and it's so funny. They open up the mountain for hikers, which just means Mount Fuji is a unique hike. They have a lot of shops all along the mountain and they have places where you can buy things or you can buy this big stick and you can get these imprints burned into it as you go up to the different stations along the mountain. So it's more than just a hike. It's like this experience. Okay. But we went in the off season, which meant that we could still hike it, but none of the shops were open. None of the support was open and Mount Fuji. I forget how many miles it was, maybe eight to 10 total. It's not massive, but it's very steep and the altitude's, you know, a little bit high. It's not the biggest mountain I've climbed. I've climbed a, a couple bigger, but it was, you know, it was a good challenge. It was a, a good day trip and, and took most of the day. And my husband and I, this was when we had both been running for a long time. We were in pretty good shape. And so we made really good time. We went and we had it all scheduled. We took work off to go hike Mount Fuji. We had arrangements made for our kids after school for them. And of course, as always happens, or more often than not, it was raining. So we started off on the mountain and it was rainy. And we had brought what we thought was going to be good rain gear, kind of this liquor kind of stuff, maybe not great pants or socks or shoes. And we started off and we were soaked within like 30 minutes. We were soaked to the bone, super wet, but we were hiking up and stayed pretty warm because it was very steep and we were working hard. But as we got closer and closer to the top, it started to get colder. And I made a mistake at some point in the mountain The mountain is a very special and even sacred mountain to the Japanese people. And I did not show the respect to this mountain that I should have. And at one point, when it was particularly windy and nasty, I yelled to the mountain, you don't scare me, Mount Fuji, I'm a marathoner. And that mountain must have heard me. I can't figure out what else would have happened because it wasn't too long after that, that it went from rainy to a little bit snowy. And as we climbed, the temperatures kept dropping. I got to the top and I had been shivering and shaking and cold for a while at this point, but we got to the top or near the top. And I said to my husband, I'm not feeling good. I think that I'm getting hypothermia. And I don't know why, like what it was. I can't pinpoint what it was, but I just knew. I think it was that I was no longer cold. And it was different than like when your fingers go numb. But I was starting to get not cold. And I knew that I should be cold. 
still. And I was starting to get a little lightheaded and just some weird things were happening and kind of an experience that I haven't had before or since. So I said, I think I have hypothermia or beginning phases. And I knew I wasn't too bad. I wasn't unconscious. And so we got to the top. It was super windy. And because it was rainy, it was also very cloudy. The view was non-existence. We could barely see 10 feet in front of us. It was cloudy and foggy and nasty. And so we took a quick picture to evidence that we were there. And I said, I need to run. And I started running down the mountain. I said, I need to warm up. And so we ran for a while down the mountain until I, that feeling went away and I knew that I was safe again. I wasn't at this risk, but that experience of knowing that I could warm up with running, like I would say that running kind of saved me in the rain that day. Had I just tried to huddle in the corner and get warm that way, I don't think that would have been sufficient, but that I knew that running would warm me up. I was able to get my body temperature back up and to stabilize again. So kind of a scary experience. But one of the mistakes that we made was with the rain gear that we used. That rain gear would have been really great for keeping me dry if I was just out on a walk. But on a hike, I was sweating massively. I feel like that slicker rain gear is like wearing a garbage bag. It it just didn't breathe at all. So although not a lot of rain was getting to me from the outside, it was like puddles. I would put my arms down and water would drip out of my suit. It was from sweating in this garbage bag like material. I do not like that material. So if I go hiking again in the rain, I will have to find something better for hiking in the rain. If you have any recommendations of what to use for hiking in the rain, let me know because I haven't found that solution yet. So just know shaking is a sign of hypothermia. If you have been cold for a while and then you just start to feel weird or your mind starting to go weird, if you know the risks, you can help yourself before it gets to the point of no return and you're unconscious and your friends got to figure out what to do or you're by yourself. You know, hypothermia, I think is the biggest risk when you are in cold water and you can't get out. That's probably the biggest risk of hypothermia. But the second biggest is this, you're wet and you've been wet and you're cold and you can't get warm and you can't get dry. And so thinking about what things help, I was really glad that I knew that running helped warm my body up and that getting down the mountain away from the colder temperature really helped. And so just be aware of that. If you're out for a long time and you start to feel weird, take that very seriously get shelter and try to get warm. If things are filling off, trust that feeling. Okay. But like I said, I haven't ever had that kind of experience on a run. I've only had it on that mountain. So it's not a huge risk with running the rain. If you go running in the rain to avoid hypothermia and just for your personal comfort, I do recommend if you go home, this is really easy I walk in the door and I'm dripping head to toe. And the first thing I do is go take a shower and that fixes all the risks of staying wet and staying in wet clothes. If I'm at practice or at a race 
and you're really wet or you're just running away from home and you're not going to be home for a while, I really recommend bringing a change of clothes or as many layers as you can get dry. So I will bring my sweatshirt to practice on a rainy day. I will not wear it, but then I can take off my rain jacket, put on my sweatshirt. And although my base layer is still wet, I now have a dry, warm layer on me that helps me until I can get home. It's really important, especially if the weather's cold, if, if the weather's warm, if it's 70 and rainy, and there's no risk of this extreme cold, you're fine to do whatever. But if it's cold and rainy, then you're going to want to get out of the rain and get in dry clothes as soon as possible for your health, but also for your comfort. We've had times when I had to stay in wet clothes and it is just a horrible, horrible feeling. So plan ahead. If you know it's going to be rainy and you're not going to be right at home, bring a change of clothes. If you can't change all your layers, just change as many as you can and you'll be a lot more comfortable until you can find a place to put dry clothes on and get a shower and all that. Running in the rain is awesome. It can be a great experience. You don't need to be afraid of it. Go in with the right gear, go in with a positive mindset and be cautious of any signs of hypothermia or risk there and you'll do great. I highly recommend running the rain, both for the physical experience of being out there, as well as the mental challenge and the mental stimulation of being in the rain. And it helps with adjusting to harsher conditions. And you never know, I have had so many rainy races. So if you could get out there on a run, when you're not racing, and achieve that and then if you can't ever change the weather or predict the weather for when we sign up for races so if you get out there and it ends up being a run in the rain for your race then you won't be too intimidated by it I do notice that my times drop a little bit in the rain and I think that's because of the technicality of stomping the puddles. I also have had kids on my team that will complain a little more about soreness the next day. You just use a little bit different muscles and run a little bit different. And that kind of throws off both your speed and some of your mechanics when you run in the rain. So just be aware of that. Don't set your heart too high, either on your workout time or on a race time if it's rainy. Well, if it's puddly, if it's just rainy and misty and it's not on the ground puddling, you're fine. But if there are puddles, then it's a little more technical out there. And so I'll just leave you with that. Um, get out there and run in the rain and enjoy it this spring. Talk to you later. Bye.